0: Good to have you back here on KPRC Channel 2's On Second Thought podcast with your host, Adam Wexler. Uh, Lots going on here, even though many believe this time of year a bit slow. There is no Rockets basketball. There is no Texans football as they're just about set to go to training camp at the end of July and have already wrapped up mini camps. Obviously, the NBA season is over, although the draft is upcoming and free agency is right around the corner that should be a very exciting time and expect another on second thought podcast coming out very soon regarding nba free agency Uh, we'll hear from uh, jeff van gundy uh, analyst for espn abc and obviously also working with USA Basketball and holding their training camp here in Houston. Head coach Van Gundy join us here on the On Second Thought podcast. Also some thoughts from University of Houston head coach Kelvin Sampson on NBA free agency LeBron James and how it relates to your Houston Rockets. We do have Astros baseball ongoing, so we'll have some more on that. Again, a topic of conversation for all of you to enjoy here on this podcast. But this installment of the On Second Thought podcast is about football to a certain extent arian foster former texans running back maybe now starting to become very well known as a very effective and successful podcaster a very successful recording artist as he's released an album over the last couple of months very well received a lot of people thought oh an athlete and an album not very enthused he kind of sees it differently. He may be an artist for an even longer part of his life than as an NFLer or a football player in general and uh, someone who's put a lot of time and effort into it now a couple years removed from his NFL playing days and like you will hear from him uh, he got uh, good stuff on the from a review standpoint from feedback standpoint not just from the people he'd been sharing his music with for a number of years but from others within the industry so all good stuff there and Had a chance to catch up with Arian Foster. He and Andre Johnson will be holding a Lessons by Legends football camp coming up in the Houston area, first weekend in July. That should be fun. A lot of kids there on both Saturday and Sunday to hear from Andre Johnson, hear from Arian Foster, and learn from a lot of NFL players. A first for these two to hook up on that front. But some of you may have heard Aaron Foster on his own podcast Uh, A lot of good guests there. Now what? uh, With Arian Foster. You'll hear a little bit about that, what he's doing post-NFL career, Uh, living here in Houston post-NFL career. A little bit about the the NFL and current state of things, both with the Texans and also with what's gone on, kind of on and off the field with the protests and the players and ownership and everything else going on around that. But 20 good minutes of conversation with Arian Foster right here on the on second thought podcast with arian foster you know him well busy man so many things going on does it feel like you're even busier post nfl playing career than you were while you were playing way
1: busier way busy. it's weird actually weird just got a lot a lot of moving parts a lot of things going on but uh you know i can't complain. So it's 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 fun to be busy
0: <laughs> and one thing people know about you is you can be heard and i mean that literally now <laughs> a couple things going on on that front right. uh, as an artist and then obviously with your podcast Why'd you get started with Now What the
1: podcast? Right, so uh, the podcast, it really wasn't my idea initially. It was um, uh, my business manager. He was like, I really want to you know, keep your voice relevant, and I think you have a lot of things to say. And I was like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> and uh, you know, we, we just started it. Um, and we started the first episode with my mother, and I just really enjoyed the conversation. And, I, and from that, I was like, you know what, we could really expand this and I could really use uh, the little reverence that I do have to uh, facilitate really interesting conversations with um, some thought innovators and some interesting characters in our, in our society. So um, as it's gone on, I've learned and I've grown so much from it and that's really been the fun part is the fact that I've been able to grow so much from it.
0: Well, I think one thing people might notice to anybody who's listened to it, you sound like you're enjoying it. You're enjoying yeah. the conversation. Yeah, for sure. And you've had a lot of different people in for that. I mean, yeah, you've been some of the people that have been more uh entertaining for you or, or uh fun for you to listen to right
1: i mean anybody that i have on it in my opinion is going to be entertaining or fun for me because um uh, you know i book all the guests so it's kind of like an in-house operation i don't have like this big company behind me but uh you know i've, I've i the the goal is to do a very diverse set of of humans <laughs> and i you know i have done that so far so i've I had a really interesting conversation with a guy named Nick uh, Nicholas Irving. He was an Army Special, oper- I mean, his title. special ops i butcher his title—Special Ops sniper. Uh-huh. Um, I had a NASA astronaut on there. I had Snoop Dogg on there. Um, I had uh, Bomani Jones. It was a really, really interesting conversation. And so It'll make you think. Yeah, you know, for sure, he's—he's a he's really an interesting cat. And that's—I mean—that's that, I think kind of how I branded myself in the NFL was like an you know, outside of the box thinker. To whereas when I left the NFL people were interested in coming on to the podcast rather than just like oh he's just trying to do something else but I feel like it's everybody wins from it like because I feel like I'm an interesting conversation to have uh, I feel like other people will, have, will, have, will benefit from it and just fans just listening to it being able to listen to it. And this, I don't really look at it like an interview it's more of just like a conversation and it's just like two people at the bar having a conversation and there's a
0: camera there, mics. One thing about your podcast, exactly as you're putting it, well, two things I should say, in the locker room, having a chance to interview, as I did many times, I actually would say, I did feel like you were someone who felt like they had something else to say, something else to offer, right. more than just the normal Q&A, football this, football that, right. and your podcast is almost always in person. Right. The guy sitting there with you, whoever you're interviewing, you're all there together. Right. That promotes a totally different
1: Right, right. That I, 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 I was intentional. I didn't want to make it feel like I was interviewing somebody. No disrespect to you have to interview people. But I feel like the podcast format, I think it's a, um, it's a unique opportunity with technology being readily available to, to everybody to have public discourse about topics that actually matter, right? Um, and with people who are influencers or not influencers, just average citizens. Um, but they're, they're, they're topics that matter. To have what you think about, how you think about it, uh, go through a filter process and really care about that process. Uh, that's, that's my main goal is to get people to really start thinking and, and, and start caring about what they think and why they think the way they think because in, in today's climate, I think it, you can get really lost in the, uh, the advertisement entertainment of the information that you're getting fed and so uh, I kind of pride myself on having a platform where it's not about clickbait Uh, I'm not going to put out clips about clickbait and trying to get views and streams it's about um, honest dialogue with two uh, people who uh, enjoy each other's company or don't (laughs) but uh, have have either the same political or any kind of ideologies or differing ones and having the the diplomacy to talk about it.
0: You've had the opportunity to have a handful of Texans in there with you, Dwayne Brown, Hop, uh, Dre also awesome. been in there with you and we'll get to the camp you and Dre are putting on uh, coming up, legends camp. Uh, those conversations with those guys, especially with, with Hopkins, a member of the current team, and right. like Dwayne Brown and his situation, and then Andre even with his uh, you know, being honored, going into the ring of honor with the team. Right. All those promoted some very interesting but delicate conversation with your dealings with the team and Mr. McNair. I mean, how did that feel just being in there and kind of getting some of that out?
1: Well, I think the interesting thing with my podcast is um, I guess I am kind of media now, but they're not going to view me as media because they understand uh, the whole preface of it is I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to corner you in any kind of question. Like I, I always tell them like, if there's anything you don't want me to talk about, we won't talk about it. Cause this is just about having a good conversation. Um, uh, I think that's the, that's the appeal. The appeal is it's two people who have been through, uh, the fishbowl who have been, uh, you know, in this hierarchy of, of, of entertainment and, and having those two individuals sit down and have a conversation. So it's less like, uh, uh, somebody trying to pull something out of you rather than like, okay, I can level with you on, uh, about some of the things that you're experiencing. And it's trying to get a human element about, you know, people, you know, Hopkins is a superstar, Andre Johnson is a, is a legend, and just getting people to see another side of them where they don't ever get to see because they're more comfortable with me than they would be sitting down with the regular media uh, personality.
0: And that's kind of what I, it feels like to me for, for you, moving on past your NFL career, most guys say that those guys, the people in the locker room, that's what you miss the most. And obviously, you're still around a lot of these right. guys. Is that accurate? That's still one of the elements of the football career you miss the most.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the biggest part. It's the biggest part because, I mean, you develop this kinship and this, this this brotherly bond with cats that, I mean, you meet their families and, and you become close. Um, those kind of things you, you do miss because you can't recreate that anywhere. There's nowhere in any kind of office cubicle where you're going to be able to sweat and bleed with a guy and have that feeling of, like, we're going to accomplish this thing together. Um, with real life consequences of your body on the line you know that kind of thing you can't recreate so you I mean yeah, you miss it
0: when, when you look at how close some of your groups were able to get how far along the, the ride to the ultimate prize you're able to get and you look a little bit at, at this group heading into their season you have you ever have thought about what that group this current group thinks they might be able to do uh,
1: There's really just no telling man you know that's what I've been that's what you know, I've learned through my the, the tenure of my NFL career was like, you can have a great team on paper, you can have a bad team on paper, and it's about how they gel, it's about uh, uh, the chemistry that they create, and it's about making plays when the plays need to be made, and so you never know when that's going to happen. So it's hard to it's hard to judge. I used to say like all the time, like when you see when you see a young cat in training camp, uh, and he's doing really well. You just don't get too excited about it because when the lights are on, it's different. And so it's kind of the same thing in the macro is if if you have a really good team on paper, you can't get too excited about it. You still have to execute. If you have a really bad team, you can remain optimistic because you never know what could happen.
0: And think about some of the things you've done here post-career. Obviously, you talk about the podcast. You say when the lights are on. Well, the lights went on for you as an artist as well. True. That transformation. Explain how you were able to make that when you thought this is something I not only want to do, but I can.
1: Uh, I, I thought I could do it since I was a kid, honestly. Um, I, I've been making Do you feel me... like that's
0: a common thought with, with, with people as they're growing up, but not everybody can? For sure. Yeah. For
1: sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, music is so subjective, so it's kind of different in the sense where it's like, um, I bet everybody who feels like they're, they can play music or do music, they feel like they're good at it. So, I mean, it's such a subjective thing, but... Growing up, I, did, I made music as a kid, So, 12 years old, I was in, we were making beats and we were doing things and we were writing. Um, and it was really terrible music. But as it, as it progressed, um, uh, that's when I knew I had something. It was like, you pass it around to your friends and say, look what I did. And they're like, yo, this is dope. And then that, that extends throughout. And I've made, I made, I recorded thousands of songs throughout my life. And then, really when I got into the NFL and I got a chance to get around really good equipment, really good uh, sounds. Um, I had already kind of developed a style and a voice. Uh, but when I got around the quality instrumentation, that's when it started to change. The opinions around my music, when I'm passing it to my same people I've been passing it for years, they start listening to it. They're like, yo, like I would listen to this if you weren't you. And that's when those kind of opinions started getting back to me, It's like, maybe I could put this out. Because I was never, I mean, I always loved music, but I just never, you never know what other people are going to feel about it. So it's kind of, it's kind of nerve-wracking, but um, I always, I always, I'm in love with music and I didn't want to, um, I wanted to put it out while I was playing, but I, I, didn't, I couldn't give it the, the time and the effort that I felt like it deserved, or really the genre deserves, because I, I didn't wanna go into it just because of my reverence in the NFL and expect people to, to listen to it just because of that. I want people to organically listen to it and say, yeah, I mean, he played ball, but this is different. I feel like that's what we that's what we created what
0: do you think's next on
1: that front? Uh just continue to put out projects. I mean, I don't think I mean it's rare any kind of artist puts out a first project and it's just boom, you're there. What you think was going to
0: happen when
1: you did? I didn't have any expectations because of that reason. I mean, it's rare. It's like you have like a Shaq or you know somebody like that who who puts out an album and he he, he sells gold bond lotion. So really everything, yeah, every everything is going to everything's going to sell that he touches. But um, in order for people to even take it seriously, it had to be so quality that it was undeniable, and I believe we, we did that. But the 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 struggle is getting people to listen to it with a, with an open mind, um, because you have a lot of athletes now that put out music, and because it's so accessible, and it's so easy, um, and it's honestly, it's, te- it's in my opinion, it's awful music. Um, it's just it's, it's 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 them. It's they're expressing themselves, and I don't knock that, but I think the quality level is definitely lacking uh, because I mean they're professional athletes, you have things to do on, on the side and and I, I understand that, but like um, I don't have any expectations, but I feel like we had like some of the most uh, the greatest confirmation I had was like a couple of Grammy winning producers have reached out to me that i didn't even know that they followed me or anything like that, and they Said, yo, this is this is legit, and so some of that stuff is the it's, that's the win for me. You know, I might not be ever a uh, world touring artist, but I mean, I would love to be. But it's you never know how people are like it. But like people who do this for a living respect it, and that's all you can ask for.
0: And obviously, that should mean a whole lot to you, and that's pretty high praise. For sure, being who you are, though, was that even needed on your end? You'd be fine with or without that kind of praise and that kind of reception.
1: Well, yeah, I've always been a self-vindicated human being. Um, I mean, with as little as hubris as possible, you, me, anyway, I can't speak for everybody, but you know when you're good at something, right? And so, like, I know I'm talented in this area. Like, I just knew it. It's like I knew I was talented. I mean, going into being, when you're an undrafted free agent, if I was to tell, my, if my, in my first interview, if I'd have said, I, I feel like one day I'm going to be in the Pro Bowl, like you'd be like, all right, let's make the team first, you right. know. And so it's kind of like that with music, except bravado was a little more accepted in that arena. Yeah, for sure. And so I think I feel I feel the same, if not more strongly, about my music than I did my athletic uh, prowess because I've I've been harnessing it for around the same time. I I'll put my pen against anybody. Um, I feel like my ear for music, the composition level, it's everything is meticulous. I, I care about what I put out, and so. Um, it's it's going to take some time, and I'm just going to continue to make good music, and hopefully, people enjoy it.
0: Getting together with Andre for the Legends Camp coming up uh, here in town. Tell me a little bit about how that came together, and what you're hoping to give back.
1: All right, so here at uh, Nine Innovations, man, we um, uh, l- the local gym, and we like to uh, we like to feed the people, and so we just want to give an opportunity to uh, give back from our our uh, vantage point of what we learned in. The NFL and our years and experience, and give that to some kids. Um, we have a we have opportunity uh, while some people still care about our names. And I, obviously, obviously, people will care about Andre's forever. He's a legend. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. But uh, I got to leverage mine while I can, and he's going to. Um, uh, I'm gonna piggyback off his name, and, and, and we're gonna put together this camp. Uh, it's just a good opportunity for everybody, everybody around. Man, we're excited about it. Um, and the cool thing is, it does cost. by Um you, you go there, you register. But the cool thing about it is, like, we, we uh, businesses, local businesses can sponsor kids. And so we're getting a lot of that. And, and so hopefully we can get everybody sponsored. Um, that way,
0: it helps out everybody. Do you get a little juice out of seeing Dre talk to people? and, and Because of who he is. You were kind of saying that, you know, off his name and things like that. Because we know him on the outside. A lot of fans know him on the outside as being super quiet, super reserved. Uh, but you know what he says carries a lot of
1: weight. Yeah. He'll be able to do that for all these kids, yeah. No, and he does. That's who he is. It's not like a front, right. like Yeah. I mean, I can barely get him on the phone. I can barely even when he's in here. All I did, still like big brother, little brother. I'm always messing with him. He doesn't talk much. It just, it's just is who he is. But just the, the fact that he's uh, agreed to do this with us, um, it just it just shows you know what our what relationship we have. Um, and anytime you can have a legend like that, John, uh, you, know, you want to put out a good event and make sure uh, that it's it's worth his time.
0: And because both of you guys obviously came from elsewhere, West Coast, he's on the in Florida's whole life, he came to Houston. It was home. It became home for yeah. you. It became home for him. Is there something about this city that right. made that happen?
1: Well I mean it's the fourth biggest city in America. I think it's the fourth still. Um, and there's a lot of opportunity. I think it's the number one opportunity for jobs in for college students coming out. Um, so it's a, it's a huge market. It's a, it's, a, it's a very loyal and passionate fan base, obviously. Um, and I mean, there's no state tax. That obviously obviously helps. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but, I mean, seriously, there's there's a lot of opportunity here. Um, and the dollar goes further here than it does in, uh, in California or New York. And, and so while those places the appeal might be a little more sexy for the entertainment value, I think this has, like, that hometown feel with a big city uh Opportunity, so it's it's a great place to be.
0: And one other thing on, on the camp itself, from a community standpoint, another you're trying to work with, you know, some of the people out in Santa Fe trying to make sure some of their kids are able to experience this campus.
1: Well. Right, right. That's, that was that was a big thing. So uh, for people that don't know, have been under a rock, the, the school that got shot up, uh, Santa Fe High School, uh, we're gonna invite some of those kids and the coach out here, and they're gonna get a chance to get away from the madness and you know all the other memories, and they get a chance to. You know, me, Andre Johnson, and, and myself, and, and hopefully we can um, help them normalize life for them and, and, and have them have some experience that they, that they can remember and, and, and have some good memories uh, back into their high school days because that's, that's, that's something I can't even um, can't relate to, somebody uh, coming into the school and, and doing that. So uh, this is just a, way, a little, little small token of our appreciation for you know just being an American citizen.
0: And you're a thinker just off of that with what happened there, kind of what's happening in the NFL, just the bigger picture of everything and the conversations that probably still need to be had. What's your thought on how the NFL's operating with with their players and and the the protests and how the anthem has been intertwined probably erroneously to to that whole message?
1: Right. I mean, that's a deep question. Uh, (laughs) I think that it was intentionally misconstrued. It was intentionally... Brought in with disrespect of the military and 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 the flag and what America stands for. Um, It's it's an obvious and glaring contradiction, but for some reason that narrative keeps getting pushed, and for some reason people think it is a valid narrative, and it's not. (laughs) It's just not a valid narrative. Like this country was built on protest, literally, um, uh, and dissent, and so uh, the. I, I saw a video, it was hilarious. I guess some guy, um, some guy was taking a knee during an anthem, and some other guy goes to physically assault him because he was taking a knee with the anthem. And I'm like, just the inception of that craziness is, is f- comical to me because you're risking your freedom for a guy that is exercising his freedom to protest people that have given us this freedom. It's just the weirdest like
0: it takes a little bit of thought. It, it makes, makes no, sense.
1: no it it, make, it makes no sense, but I mean that's just the it's the world we live in. We live in this really politically divisive nation right now and I know it seems really chaotic and it is. But it's I think it's what had to happen. I think a lot of how people felt uh, was uh, it was underneath a lot of a lot of pain, a lot of, a lot of ignorance, um, and if you want to acknowledge and if you want to progress, uh, if you want to progress in this country, you have to acknowledge the the transgressions that this country has had, and we were a country that was built on the backs of slave labor and racism. That's that's our history, so own it, and then these conversations had to be had sooner or later, um, and I think the internet has kind of spurred a lot of these talks and. You can't really hide how you feel anymore. And so um, I think our, our children and their children are going to be the remedy to this. And we're kind of just living in the, the fight of it. And so I think you, in order to um, come out of this healthy and to weather the storm, you have to have a healthy dose of, of, of balance in, in the things that
0: you feed yourself. Appreciate your time. I appreciate you having me, man. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Foster again. Uh, some of you have had the chance. I know from uh, the uh, ranking, his podcast has reached uh, on iTunes. Uh, have had a chance to listen to Arian Foster. He's had a couple of Texans on uh, his podcast over the uh, now year that he's been doing it. Always a good listen. Uh, always a, a good talker, as you heard during our conversation many times. I've had the opportunity to interview him in the locker room and. Not not always the answers people would expect, not always useful answers. He's fully recognized that, I'm sure, at the time and as he has since. Uh, But a good conversation with him. Hope you enjoyed it. And as I mentioned in the open of this particular On Second Thought podcast, got a couple more coming your way over the next couple of days uh, surrounding the NBA and what's going on with the Rockets, free agency, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, and how those two essentially will stir the pot of NBA free agency. We'll hear from Jeff Van Gundy, Kelvin Sampson, and my thoughts on the Rockets, where they're headed, and what we might see as free agency is just about to begin in the NBA. Appreciate you joining us here. All the ways you can download and subscribe to the podcast can be found at clicktohouston.com on the On Second Thought podcast page. We'll talk again soon.